Hey dear Lance, it's Alex calling from Staffordshire and Limey Land. Uh, people are calling up and asking, uh, requesting their favourite intro songs to the podcast. So I want the one that I think used about five years ago when Ronnie James Dio died. And it, was, it started something like, uh, Welcome to the Godcast with Rabbi D. Simon and Archbishop Lance Wackley. And then uh, there was just like some really funny intro, you like saying things. And then some bloke goes, fuck off, it's sick and wrong. And then uh, there's like some heavy tune. So yeah, if you play that, I'd be well happy. Thanks very much. Welcome to the Godcast, your weekly source for religious news and views featuring Archbishop Lance Wackerly and Rabbi D. Simon. And on this week's show, we discuss the importance of marriage. The parents of Natalie, Robbie Hill, and Casey Lane love how they have two different surnames. Probably not married. I don't know why she has a different name. It's this liberal fucking bullshit. Celebrity gossip. You should feel shame and the celebrities should feel shame. Don't absolve people from shame without asking me first. And the difference between Judaism and Christianity. You know what, people? Jesus like the tooth fairy. Doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck off, it's sick and wrong! I'm on the wrong track, Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? I just feel like I have a confession to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is this voice you're using here? I've been living a lie for too long, D. Simon. <laughs> I just want to tell y'all... That I'm actually a black man. <laughs> I was about to say that you sound like you're a black man. Maybe this is your real voice. This is my... Re- I've been trying to sound white for a long time now. But I just cannot <laughs> live this lie any longer. I was drinking some orange soda and putting cocoa butter on my <laughs> ashy elbows this morning. And I thought, it's been too long. All right, now that's getting racist. Okay, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to ask you if you're an African-American? No, I'll okay. tell you. I'm just going to. I'm, I'm just going, going to but assume I, but I, that was actually that was actually I was living a lie just now. I actually am white. So, so you're not an African American. I just got to keep everybody on their. I just got to keep everybody on their toes. Why do I have to be the same thing all the time? Don't oppress me. Yeah, I was thinking of just being an Indian guy. <laughs> but an Eskimo. An Eskimo would be kind of fun, but just for a think, day. I think Indian. I can run a Seven <laughs> oh, Eleven. So if I had a Seven Eleven and I said I'm an Indian guy, would people believe it? I think you'd eat way too many gummy bears if you had access to the 7-Eleven stock room. I'd be putting my head under the slurpee nozzle and wheezing the juice. <laughs> Quit wheezing the juice. Is that what they call it? <laughs> wheezing the juice. What movie is that from? Pauly Shore? I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, I read something today that I find, I don't know, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Not mm. that I'm upset about it. It's just I kind of feel. Did you learn about how babies are made? No, I knew that already, actually, surprisingly. But uh, no, I learned today that Jenna Jameson is becoming a Jew. Really? Yeah, she's becoming See, a Jew. See, everybody's changing. 
I know there's a lot of change changes in the air. I think that's the theme of this episode. Actually, is change, change in the air, <laughs> social acceptance of who we are, or who you want to be, or who you want to be, we or who you like. claim that you want to be, and are, um, and expect people to believe it. But Jenna Jameson here, famous porn star, said she's found love and God. Apparently, uh, she met this Israeli right. man. He Lior just makes like Bittone. a middle income, right? No, he's like a diamond dealer. He's doing the stereotypical <laughs> Jewish Jewish job here, Jewish vocation. Good for um, him for scoring Jenna Jameson. But she's converting from... her photo uh, as I speak. She's converting from uh, Catholicism to Judaism. And uh, she's Seems been cooking... Like a good move. She's been cooking up a storm here. She uh, showed a picture of her attempting to make challah. Challah bread. <laughs> Which that, that just makes you Jewish. Is that required if you're a Jewish mom? <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, I, I just know that uh, at, when my dad, you know, as a rabbi, my dad was actually very, he's quite fond of uh, converting Christians. Like, he would welcome them into the fold. He would train them and have them go through classes and, like, shepherd them through the process like a good yeah, rabbi. How do you feel about having to do it to Regina Jameson? Here? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Because uh, the actual Jews, like the full-blood Jews... That in the mm. congregation never accepted the converts because they're like, uh, yeah, all right, you're not a real Jew. You didn't come out of a Jewish vagina. But then you think about all the things that went into Jenna Jameson's vagina. I don't know what they would feel about that. Could you imagine being in like a synagogue and like the rabbi's like, yeah, so this my wife wants to have a bat mitzvah. Now you got to train Jenna, you have to Jenna have a bat Jameson. Mitzvah if you're an adult, you can request it. Oh. Yeah, my dad had uh, several converts that just never had, you know, like, I want to have a bat mitzvah. And they trained with him for like two years. Jesus. Do you have to give that person a bunch of money like you would a kid? Like some guy's fucking 44 years old and you're like, here's $100, dude. Could you imagine like one of your friends is like, uh, Lance, I'd like you to come to my bar mitzvah. <laughs> I, I would say no. <laughs> I would just be like, no. Have a great time, but no. What if they had awesome snacks? Well, and beer. Maybe for the snacks. Is Jenna Jameson going to be there? <laughs> That I'm looking at her picture. Amazing. She sort of is starting to look like that Gianna Versace, though. Not a good look. Well, I mean, think of all the plastic surgery. Right. That's exactly what happened. So I wonder if she's going to just do Jewish porn now. I don't think she's going to do any porn. That's probably the point of marrying a diamond dealer. That she doesn't have to do porn she anymore? She doesn't fucking ravage her vagina anymore. <laughs> Would you eat her challah bread? Yes. <laughs> That's what she should do. No you know what? That's what Jenna Jameson should do. Now that she's a Jew, she should start making a line of Jewish food products. Right. Have her own Jewish cooking show on uh, YouTube. People would love this. <laughs> Jenna, let well, me know if you need help with this. A bunch of dudes would like click on it like with their Vaseline out. And then you get to the end of the video and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> she just made some fucking matzo balls? Like, uh, this is bullshit. <laughs> I thought that was the prelude. I thought like a guy was going to come in at some point. A plumber. Would you watch a Caitlyn Jenner cooking show? Sure, why not? What's she going to make? A hot dog? <laughs> Taco. You know, you're transphobic. That's a transphobic statement. Why you're prejudging trans people that they can't make hot dogs or tacos? Well, that you're saying it's like a penis-shaped uh, thing as a hot dog. That was a little bit of a joke. Yeah, I could, I could see where you're going that. I mean, maybe maybe she'd make a burrito. Or yeah. something that's kind of penis shaped. No, I'm sure she could probably cook. I don't know if uh, I think a burrito could be a penis or a vagina. Because if you open up a burrito, you could fuck it. 
Yeah, I guess it, I, I mean, you know what it kind of looks like? It looks like a prison vagina, a burrito, oh, like a fifi. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, which I imagine are quite popular in prison. Uh, speaking <laughs> of prison, another popular transgender person, Laverne Cox. She, uh, Man, Orange is the New Black TV started. She's prison, though, not real prison. It's not real prison, but uh, Orange is New Black, that Only show came book? out. Yeah, that, that, that started again this week. Have yeah. you watched that show? My wife was watching it, uh, and then she per- turned it off like two-thirds of the way through. She said she couldn't watch it. It was too stupid. And my girlfriend's uh, infatuated with it. She's binge- I, like, I looked up it. a couple times and laughed at something. And plus, I'm always on the, like, you know, my ears are perked up for any lesbian, hot lesbian action going on. That's the one thing. I came home the other day, and she was watching. Because I told her, like, I watched about half the first episode, and I'm like, this is boring. I'm not going to watch this. So she's been watching. But I came home the other day, and uh, the blonde girl was... Uh, Right. Totally bumping. Piper, you know what her fucking name is. Piper, Piper. She was, she was bumping clams with the chick from uh, the 70s show. Right. I don't know her name on the show. She's hot. Yep. I, I liked her back in the 70s show. I'm bigger. I think she was better head, looking so. on the 70s show. Well, but uh, I, I feel even like, like the like uh, haggard tomboy one. She's always trying to get it on with everybody. Oh, the, the meth head. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she's in some other movie, uh, Troop Beverly Hills or something. I, I don't know. What you, I'm, not, I'm not following you here with that. Never mind. It doesn't matter. I do feel like if they had uh, just uh, more explicit lesbian scenes, there'd be a crossover appeal with that show. But but that's fine. I liked the first season. I just think it went downhill. They're trying to be controversial by having this uh, transgender inmate. But if you think about it, transgender issues now are kind of like it's a, it's a hot thing. You know, everybody's talking about this. Right. Caitlyn Jenner. She started a open up a Pandora's box. Of transgender things. Pandora's burrito. A, a Pandora burrito of transgender issues. Hmm. But that, that's like at the forefront right now, transgender issues. So you got Caitlyn Jenner. People are saying that uh, Caitlyn Jenner's uh, gold medal should be revoked because she's no longer a man. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I don't understand. This one confuses me because... Like, let's say a woman just a, a woman a woman just beat every man at like the night or the you know two thousand whatever sixteen Olympics. Like a woman just went out there and just fucking like won the decathlon over every dude. A human woman or a cyborg? Whatever. It's okay. hard to say now with these athletes. They're on so many weird like uh, you know designer drugs. Yeah, growth hormones. Uh, I don't know. Like, should they should they say, well, we're taking away your medals, but now we're just reassigning them, and that you're like the fastest woman in the decathlon for that year or whatever? I I don't get it. So, what are you saying? There should just be a transgender Olympics that just for transgenders? Maybe like a trans Olympics. But we're talking about the past. I mean, he was a dude back then. Why do you have to go mess with the past? Well, that's why the Olympic Committee or whatever. I, I don't know who started this petition to revoke his gold medals, but the Olympic Committee is like, no, he he won them when he was a man. Does Bruce Jenner in his in his mind, his you know his personal struggle, is, does he th- say that he was a woman all along, or I guess I don't really care. <laughs> I, I think or you does need he to, feel that like just later in life and now he's a woman and he always felt that he wanted to be a woman, but he was or, or but he wasn't a woman before. Or is it like, no, I've always been a woman trapped in a man's body. I guess that is what she says. Well, I think that's what you got to determine is if gender is a if, if it's something like a mental state or if it's like a physical state. Hmm. And I think he's saying even if it's a mental state, it can be transitory. 
But I think he said mentally he always thought he oh, was, was a woman, woman, but he would never actually do the transition physically until he was at a comfortable point right. in his life. Yeah. Well, he's definitely there. You know, my, I told you about my cousin became a, became a woman. Yeah, I think you did tell me. Yeah, that. He, uh, my cousin, this is like in the 90s, though. This is like uh, mid-90s. Hmm. I still have never seen him as a woman, though. But I was never, I mean, it's like... I can't look him up on Facebook, her? I don't even know. I don't know what his last name... No, I know his last name. I I don't know what his first name is. I think he's living as a woman. But at the same time, I was never close. I'm not that close to my extended family, so I didn't really know him as a man either. (laughs) But I do know he was a doctor that pioneered laser surgery, like an ophthalmologist in uh, the Chicago area. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I mean, he had lived life as a man, married, had two kids... Mm-hmm. Like his kids were like 10 years old, 12 years old. And then uh, at the Two age of like 52, now. he was like, yep, I'm going to lop off my, my knob and become a woman. Well, he went all the way. She went all the way. Yeah, he did a full transition. And then he wrote a letter to all of his patients saying, I'm now Dr. Deborah or something. I'm Dr. Deborah. Okay. And I'm going to be a woman. I'm going through this gender reassignment surgery. And all of his patients left him. <laughs> Every yeah. single one? Yeah, they all left him. And then I know he, like, uh, the Chicago board of, uh, medical board was, was trying to decide. I think they had an arbitration about whether or not to revoke his medical license. And so he just said to hell with it. He moved to like New York and now he's practicing as an ophthalmologist, but as a woman. Hmm. I have no problem with my, one of my doctors is transgendered. I remember the, the funniest thing about it is like when this, it's not that funny, but I thought it was funny when this was happening. So this is like probably early nineties. Um, his name was Brad back then. Brad contacted my brother and like, cause my brother is the only openly gay person in our family. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know why, like Brad was never close to my brother, but he just was like, I'm gonna have to reach out to him. So he contacted my brother and was like, so what should I do? What kind of clothes should I wear? And my brother's like, I don't know. Like, could you imagine going to my brother? It's presumptuous to, for him to think <laughs> that gay and transgender have anything to do with each other. Exactly. I mean, I don't, I mean, he's obviously new to that scene. So I think my brother hooked him up with some tranny friends of his. Mm. I was like, here, meet them. But, um, <laughs> meet them, meet them and go, go, go shopping. Them. I don't know. Put on a goddamn dress. <laughs> it's just, I, I, it's just funny that he assumed that my brother would be like, I wish my brother would have just taken him out and dressed him. Cause my brother's got a great fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> here, it's a 30 year old Sam Kinison t-shirt with a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> I was about That's to I say wear. that. Jeff, Jeff still wears a Sam Kinison shirt that I gave him in like 1991. I thought it finally exploded. It? Along with his hypercolor shirt. I haven't shirt. seen it recently. Did you ever see his hypercolor shirt? Remember, do you Probably. remember what that was? I remember what hypercolor is. Yeah. It's like you could touch it and it would change different colors. Yeah. Jeff wore that That's thing until it just became brown. Like it was just brown and stained. Because Jeff doesn't give a shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeff doesn't even wear a shirt usually. He just wears a vest. Vest. Which I don't think my tranny cousin wanted to, wanted to wear a vest. Yeah. Anyway, moving on here. It's interesting you bring up... Uh, like the decathlon and sporting events that uh, that Bruce Jenner competed in, because you wonder if, like, as a woman, if he if he became a woman, would he be allowed to compete against other women, or would he have to compete against other men? Right. It's a hot like, topic. Like, issue I mean, right like the now. shot put. You know, like of course a man of uh, those huge fucking like gargantuan like Sasquatch looking motherfucker dudes can like throw that metal ball a lot further than the ladies can, even though the ladies also look like Sasquatch. 
There's some bit pretty big brutish looking women. Right. But the men are even event. bigger and brutisher. Or um yeah, I mean, yeah, they they're, they're stocky. They're they're big and I, I imagine like, you know, men have a different musculature than women. Mm-hmm. And so you think about like someone who is trans, sure, they've started taking hormones, they're going through a transition. You still have a male musculature. You still have male sized hands, yeah. male sized shoulders, male sized wrists. Right. So you wonder if it's if it gives Doesn't you an advantage, fair. or is it fair? And I guess uh, that leads us to the point here: is I read an article that uh, UFC women's champ Ronda Rousey refuses to fight trans athlete Fallon Fox. Mm. And this is, uh, this is one of those things where worlds headlines. collide, right? Because uh, all the you know the new feminists of 2015 they love Ronda Rousey because she's like a badass bitch. Yeah, Ronda Rousey, she's an amazing fighter. But uh, now those people ideologically are now going to run up against Fallon Fox, right? Who do, so, you, st- who do you side with? So there's some inner turmoil going on because they're just like, well, I want to support this trans athlete, but now I'm going against Ronda Rousey, who, who is a, a true female champion. Mm-hmm. So it makes you, makes you wonder. Like, uh, Both yeah, of these people divided. can beat the hell out of me, obviously. Did either one of these girls could beat the shit out of both of us probably at the same time. Like if you fought one of these girls, I mean they're they're I mean they're massive, right? And they're they're yeah, and and not In to shape, mention just physically fit, top yeah, of their conditioned. Form. I, mean, I don't even think you could probably punch her as hard as you could, and it wouldn't even hurt her. Um, it's not very hard, even. <laughs> but if Fallon Fox punched you as hard as she could, would it be stronger than what Ronda Rousey could punch? That's the question here. So So MMA bruiser Ronda Rousey won't fight Fallon Fox because she claims trans women have an unfair advantage. So Ronda is undefeated in her last 10 professional fights. She's the current bantamweight champion. And she says she'd knock out anyone in the world, but she won't fight Fallon Fox. Hmm. So people are saying, is that, is that fair? Does it, you know, is, is she being transphobic? Is she not accepting the fact that, Fallon Fox is fighting women. She's a, she's a, a you know, a, a trans, a transgendered woman. Like she's gone through the surgery. She's gone through hormone therapy. So, and she's fighting other women. So should she be allowed to fight the champion? So a lot of people point out that Fallon Fox is, you know, she's been a woman for a while. She's on estrogen. You know, her testicles have been removed. So for all intents and purposes, she's female now. And they say, you know, the why why wouldn't you let her fight in the women's MMA? But then when if you look at her actual record, like every woman <laughs> she fights, she knocks out in like two minutes. This last fight, she fought somebody named Tamika, Tamika Brent, yeah. who is, you know, is a whatever, cisgendered. I always forget what cis stands the for. Cisgender is just female. Just means you were born female. And Biologically you are now female. female. Biologically yeah. female. Uh, so she beat her ass in less than two minutes because she's a dude. I mean, I don't want to fucking beat to a right wing here. <laughs> she beat her ass in two minutes and she actually broke her orbital socket, which is the bones around your eye. Uh, she gave her a concussion and she had to have seven staples in her head. <laughs> and I'm sure that doesn't happen when Tamika's faced other 
cisgender opponents. No, it pretty much has. Like every fight she's in, she she wins in under two minutes. You know, technical. No, I'm talking Tamika. Tamika's oh, probably Tamika, fought right, other right. biologically female opponents. Maybe she gets a black eye, a couple of bruises here and there. She right. probably doesn't need staples to her face. <laughs> I mean, maybe people say, well, that's, you know, you're in the MMA. It's, it's a rough sport. That's what happens. But, you know. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yeah. This, this person who used to be a dude is just beating the fuck out of these other women. So to, she won Tamika, the fight against Tamika Brent. So Fallon Fox beat Tamika Brent via TKO with punches mm -hmm. two minutes into the first round. And after the fight, Tamika made an appearance on TV, and she, in which she detailed what, what she experienced going one-on-one -on -one with Fallon Fox. She said, I fought a lot of women and never felt the strength that I felt in the fight as I did that night. I can't, went, I can't answer whether it's because he's born a man or not, because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I can only say I've never felt so overpowered in my life, and I'm an abnormally strong female. Yeah, looking at Tamika's <laughs> picture, she's, like, she's no slouch either. She's got yeah. like huge, uh, whatever those muscles are on your neck, your shoulder, like connecting your shoulder to your neck. I don't know what the traps. Your the traps are big. Yeah. Uh, she looks pretty scary to me. So Fallon Fox has won five out of her last six fights. She's actually lost one to a woman named uh, Ashley Evans Smith. What does she look like? <laughs> Ashley Evans Smith said that uh, she was. She also voiced an opinion against her. She made it clear that Fox shouldn't fight women. So it was one of the, she's the only fighter she to hand her Fox to a loss. <laughs> well, she said she's the only fighter to hand Fox a loss, mm. but she said that uh, she doesn't think she should fight women. Mm. Like it's not, it wasn't like a normal fight for her. Mm -hmm. so, so it makes you wonder. Now the argument will, will sway toward an individual's view of gender being mental and emotional, or is it physical? And, and I think that's where it has people divided. Like Joe Rogan's weighed in on this. Uh, Vice Magazine has had uh, a couple yeah, of different articles. They're very, they're very pro Fallon Fox, apparently. I guess uh, one of the writer Paris Lee's here is in support of the transgender community and has criticized Rogan as being like a washed up comedian. Who, uh, <laughs> He's who's a very successful podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I think, we, we, I think we have, if we were successful enough, we'd probably be in that category. Mm -hmm. um, but but they're they're saying that they've. That uh, the Vice has pointed out that the, in medical studies by Dr. Eric Villane here from uh, UCLA. Eric Villane, okay. Yeah, he He's said that he examined Fallon's medical records and pointed out that male to female transsexuals have significantly less muscle strength and bone density and higher fat mass than males. So she's totally within then the normal males, female range. males, what about range. compared to females? <clears throat> he said she's totally within the normal female range in terms of mm. height, fitness, and strength. Well, this person's a doctor, so there you go. Well, other people have pointed out other medical professionals. What? Yeah. A doctor can be wrong? Dr. Ramona Krutzik. that. Here. She says, typically, you're looking at about 15 years after androgen suppression and sexual reassignment surgery to really start seeing significant changes in bone density. So it takes a while after mm -hmm. you take hormones, after you have your gender reassigned, mm -hmm. after you do the surgery. Interesting. So it's not like it's been 15 years since Fallon Fox went through the surgery. Well, people are going to have to make a decision whether Ronda Rousey is a bigot, is prejudiced in, in trying to suppress and oppress trans people, or whether maybe, you know, you know, maybe you don't have any problem with people transitioning, doing whatever they want, but transition, you know, people who tra are transgendered and transition from either sex to the other sex, maybe they should consider that they're a special case, you know, yeah, you, you have all the rights as a woman, but 
maybe you shouldn't go like try and dominate female sports. It's a contact sport. Contact you know? sports, whatever. What's going to happen when... Um, Synchronized swimming's fine. Synchronized swimming would be nice. But what's going to happen... Like, a lot of people, you know, go to college. Kids go to... Teens go to college on sports scholarships. And there's, you know, sports scholarships that are reserved for women. Like, you're the best javelin thrower in your state. So you get a, a track and field scholarship, you know, to go be, like, the female javelin thrower at University of what the fuck. So what happens when like uh, most of those are starting to be, you know get taken by transgender people? I guess there's not that many transgendered people. Is why it's not. Yeah, gonna I mean happen. that's the thing. That's why I don't think that statistic would actually. But I'm gonna be fucking time. pissed if I have a daughter and she's great at throwing the javelin. I don't know why she would be, but uh, and like I'm thinking like she's gonna get a scholarship and I'm gonna save hundreds of thousands of dollars on college tuition and then some like transgender girl gets it. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't you be pissed? Wouldn't she like? Wouldn't you protest that? Especially if she was taller, you know, uh, yeah, stronger. huge arms, <laughs> long, it's like, huge well, I, arms. I'm not sure if this is fair, exactly. Right? Because she's not. I mean, as much as you want to say yes, I recognize that a transgender person is female. They've had gender reassignment surgery. I would say she's female. I'm, I'm completely comfortable with her using a women's restroom. I'm comfortable with her being in a women's prison if she commits a crime. Am I comfor- comfortable with I'm her? I'm comfortable with her. Let's go back to the beginning. I'm comfortable with her being my ophthalmologist. Oh, yeah. I, d- I don't have a problem with that Whatever, whatsoever. Garbage lady. But if I'm watching a contact sport where two women are fighting each other, I think both should be biologically female. Born female. To be, act- to be completely fair. That's my position, but I'm sure a lot of people will think we're horribly, uh, you know, backward. Uh, Fallon Fox took aim at the problematic claim that a transgender woman is born a man. Um, She says, I'm quite sure there are quite a few female MMA fighters who have the guts to fight another skilled woman without peeing their panties. (laughs) I think they may may be a little more mentally tough and say, I'll fight a trans woman, just like Mm -hmm. I'll fight a lesbian woman or a black woman. Oh. Is that that analogous? I guess. (laughs) Really? I don't want to be an uh, oppressive person. I got to say, a lesbian woman a black woman has the same bone structure as a biological female because they're biologically female most of these mma fighting ladies lesbians anyways i mean is that yeah i, I don't think that's that much of a stretch <laughs> i would i would shag ronda rousey though she's kind of hot well it's not a question of whether you'd shag her it's a question of whether she'd shag you i doubt it but <laughs> probably not <laughs> she would yeah she'd be like that 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 putrid excuse for a man. It's kind of funny. I'm looking at these weigh-in pictures, specifically of Ashley Evan Smith, and they've got her dressed up like she's a uh, Victoria's Secret model. I'm basically looking at her pubes through these lacy uh, underpants she's wearing. It's pretty nice. I'm surprised actually. she doesn't I shave. Me, I yeah, I don't know. I think the hair is coming back, thankfully. So last year, UFC president Dana White shared his opinion on trans female fighters being allowed to fight. Mm-hmm. What does he say? Because I guess he's in charge, right? Yeah, I mean, it's his call. Bone structure is different. Hands are bigger. The jaw is bigger. Everything is bigger. I don't believe in it. Hmm. And it's his decision that will decide whether or not uh, Rousey should fight Fox. So at this point, you know, it's kind of up in the air. But people are looking towards the, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, what the Olympic Committee adopted in 2004, the Stockholm Consensus. What do they say? It says the policy that it's a policy that they passed that opened the door for transgender athletes to compete in Olympic Games. 
They hmm. said it's fine for a transgendered woman to compete against another woman in an Olympic game. There you go. So you have, uh, you know, do women do boxing in the Olympics? I believe they do. Wrestling? I don't know about wrestling. So you could go up against a transgender woman. Fencing. Boxing. Fencing. I mean, I would sword fight a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a sexist comment. Um, the California State Athletic Commission began hearing public comment on uh, enacting a similar policy. So what happens then? You get the Olympics saying, okay, transgender women can fight biological women. Um, the California Athletic Committee is like, okay, fine. So do you think a biologically female woman and a, a transgendered woman could play basketball together and be at the same physical level? Of competition. <laughs> I think that's happened. Has it? I seem to remember the, uh, where did you, where did K, K, oh, where did KUSF used to be? USF. They've got the Lady Dons, right? They have a big basketball team. I think one, they had a transgender woman on the Lady Dons basketball team at University of San Francisco. Well, I know a lot of WNBA. I'm going by memory here, but a, something like that. Happened. A lot of WNBA athletes look like they could be men. Mm -hmm. I mean, just by looking at them, but. I don't know much about the sport. Yeah, nobody watches it. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the bar yesterday and some guy was yelling about like, go USA female fucking soccer team. I wanted to fucking punch his teeth in. Just yeah, shut up, dude. Nobody cares. He was, yeah, and it wasn't just like one time to be funny. Like I was at the bar for like an hour and he must've yelled it like six times. USA. What the fuck are you watching? Women's soccer? Yeah, but I mean the shit. but the women's soccer team's doing better than the men's soccer team. Who cares? It's boring. I don't care about the men's soccer team either. I liked it when that one took her shirt off. Remember oh wow. A couple of several years ago. Is she topless underneath? Well she had her sports bra on. Still interesting. <laughs> so I guess I mean it, it comes down to I mean medical professionals can decide. Uh you know, Dan White can decide. But there's a, just a debate on transgender individuals like Fallon Fox fighting in MMA or playing even in other sports. So I think what, there needs, what needs to happen is there needs to be an actual medical study that takes place God. and maybe a committee yeah. They could to solve decide. AIDS or something, but they'll study this instead. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you're going to have this, it's like, I feel at this point, if two women are going against each other, they should both be biologically female. It's just funny that, you know, they're going to have to do a medical study. It's like Dan White just can't sack up and just be like, no, nah. <laughs> I'm Not in charge. Happen. I'm saying no. Why? I just don't, I don't like the idea. Okay. Well, everybody thinks you're uh, transphobic. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then whenever, if everybody hates it enough that like people won't watch MMA anymore, then he'll get fired and they'll get a new director who will, and he'll be like, yeah, I'm allowing it. And everybody like, okay, fine. Now you're in charge. Nobody can be in charge and just fucking make a decision because, like, nobody wants to ever look bad in anybody's eyes. So are you saying Caitlyn Jenner should be the new director? Sure. If that, <laughs> I mean, I assume they hire the director of MMA, whoever's going to make the most money for MMA. So if they want to hire Caitlyn Jenner and, he, and MMA makes even more money with him in charge, then they should do that. Hmm. I wonder if, uh, if you look at Thai kickboxing, though, like uh, transgender... Transgender athletes actually fight male athletes in, uh, in Thailand. This is what I'm saying. So somebody in Thailand just took charge and said, yeah, we're, we're going to allow it over here. I mean, plus, that's pretty problematic, dude, that you're implying that, like, Thai people are more likely to be ladyboys. 
Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm just saying that they have a different attitude. Like here, we're so exclusive, like to to everything. We have to we have to analyze everything. We're there. They're just like you know what? Some people are born transgender. Right. You know, it's it's completely acceptable in our society. So therefore, yeah. it's not an issue if 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 this transgender person wants to train and become a kickboxer, they can fight other kickboxers. Good. You know, and, just and so, as long as we all know what the rules are going in. But I, I wonder if, like, even if Dan White says, okay, yeah, you know what? We're going to allow this now. If he's being pressured by a lobby, yeah. is it still up to Ronda Rousey to decide whether or not she wants to fight her? Yeah. She, I mean, <laughs> she's not a slave. She's not in the slave fighting pits of Marine. Should she forfeit he her belt? He could be like, I don't want to fight her. And then they can go, well, he gets your, she gets your title then, and she can say fine. Okay, so she'd have to forfeit the belt. If she doesn't I want believe to fight so. Her. You can't just. I mean, you can't just get the belt and then be like, "Nope, don't want to fight that person." Nope, don't want to fight that person. I have the belt until somebody fights me, and I refuse to fight anybody. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it'd probably go up in front of a committee. But if, if you're going to accept a transgendered woman to fight a a cisgender woman, then nothing you can do about it at that point. No. Hmm. I think they should just be non-contact sports. I don't have a problem with ping pong. That's fine. Darts. Pool. <laughs> I think you should fight. But then you should also have to like crochet a doily or something or like bake a cake. And then they like average, you know, they score your cake and the fight and they average both things. So it's just everybody's on an even footing. Curling? <laughs> what about Sherling? <laughs> Sherling. Sherling, I, I think any, you know, you don't even, you could be both. You could be a hermaphrodite. Yeah, what about I think if you're smaller in stature, you have actually a be- uh, you have an advantage in Sherling because that cobra's venom might miss you. Whereas if you're a bigger dude, uh, the spitting cobra's venom is more likely to hit you if you have a bigger frame. You know, if you think back, think back to uh, back in the Thunderdome days. The <laughs> Thunderdome didn't discriminate. No, you could be anything. You could be a dwarf, like tiger, ma- like blaster, yeah. or master. Yeah, you could be a tiger. You, I mean, but back then, the Thunderdome days, you could a be robot? a transgender. It wasn't a big deal. No. Well, I mean, that is the wasteland. <laughs> By definition, there are no rules. It's anarchy. I guess that's true. It's anarchy. It definitely rules well, in the MMA. It's going to be fun to watch. Like, I don't really care. Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I know some transgender people, and I wish them well, but, like, I don't. I mean, I hope they have a good life, but I just don't, I don't care if somebody allows women to fight in the uh, MMA yeah, or not, or female to male, male to female, transgender. But I do like to watch it and see like what's going to happen. I don't really care either way it goes, but it's, it's entertaining to me. If you, if you want my opinion, my two mm-hmm. cents on this matter, I don't think it's fair. I don't I, think it's fair, but I don't feel strongly about it. You know, like, no, if, like I, I said, if Dan less. White ate a Twinkie and was like, yep, we're going to allow it. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not going to march about it or anything. I, I'm not much of an MMA fan, but just reading right. about this, I'm just like, yeah, you know, uh, she does decimate every opponent she's fought except for one in less than two minutes. Sounds like it might be an advantage. One. I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. People, yeah. you listen to uh, episode 487 here is Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We read them here on the air. And uh, if we give you credit, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. We got some good ones here this week. Uh, before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. 
Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So the first story we got here came in from Amir. He says, you, you got to admire his dedication. This guy is quite dedicated, but he's a man in love. In love with a woman, you ask? Eh, not exactly. <laughs> That's what I always ask. A man in Alamo, Texas here uh, broke his leg while deputies said he tried to commit a sex act with a horse. (laughs) I assume he's at the town of Alamo, not actually in the Alamo. Yeah, he's not trying to fuck a horse in the Alamo. Uh, You want to hear a, want me to derail your story with a interesting Alamo fact? About Ozzy Osbourne urinating on the Alamo? It's not about Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) It is about a British rock star, though. Urinating on the Alamo? No. Okay. It's about Phil Collins. Hmm. Did you know Phil Collins is a huge fan of the Alamo and Alamo memorabilia? He's a collector? He's a collector of Alamo memorabilia, and he recently donated his enormous, vast, you know, invaluable trove of Alamo memorabilia to the state of Texas, and they made him an official sort of citizen of the state. Why would he be a fan of the Alamo? I don't know. I didn't say I had reasons. I just said it was interesting. Hmm. Big fan of the Alamo, that guy. That's just such a random thing to be a fan of. Yep. Even if you're American, it would be a random thing to be a fan of. Maybe not if you're an actual Texan, but yeah, some guy, you know, posh, English, you know, what what do you call it? Adult contemporary rock star. He's like Uh, an 80s pop rocker, you know. Huge fan of the Alamo, that guy. I wonder how he got into the Alamo. I wonder if, I mean, he probably, Phil Collins probably has kids, right? I wonder if he's like constantly going on about the Alamo to his kids and they're like, dad, shut the fuck up about the Alamo. He's like, remember the Alamo? Well, this one time in the Alamo, people think it was one battle, but actually the Alamo was participated in many. Dad, shut the fuck up about the Alamo. And we don't want to hear about Miami Vice either. So what does Phil Collins think of Ozzy Osbourne's act? I'm sure he's not very happy about it. <laughs> How many times do you think he's seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah, I wonder if uh, he actually ever searched the Alamo for Pee-wee's bike. I don't know how I learned this thing about the yeah, Alamo. I was about to Phil say, Collins. where did you pull this up? You I know didn't what? Know I such almost think it was in a, uh, one of those in-flight magazines that always has these vapid articles about nothing. Hmm. Are you a Phil Collins fan? I do like Phil Collins. Have you seen a picture of his daughter? I'm sure she's hot. Oh, she's really hot. Yeah, she's yeah. like legal age now. But then you keep thinking about like, your dad sang Sue Studio. It's a good song. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> fucking, I only like Nick Cave, darker I, themes. I like Peter Gabriel. Pop I like music. Peter Gabriel better oh, than God. Phil Collins. He, fucking proto hipster over here. I liked the Peter Gabriel years better. If I had to choose, if I had to listen to Genesis and pick one guy who I thought was, was, uh, was more talented, I'd say Peter Mike. Gabriel. What about Mike of Mike and the Mechanics? I guess he and Phil Collins are the same level. Is. He should have put it in his band name if he wanted people to remember his last name. I think Wackley wants to give you an invisible touch. 
Good one. <laughs> you just got that before I got to it. You know, laying it on you. Yeah, I swooped that one. Um, anyway, this this guy is not Phil Collins. I think Phil Collins would be quite upset if this man tried to fuck a horse at the Alamo. I don't think he was at the Alamo. No, he was in, his, town he's in the Alamo. town Alamo. Right. So deputies arrested a 45-year-old man last week that, they, uh, that said he broke his leg. They said he broke his leg while trying to perform a sex act with a horse. Sarilo Castillo Jr. See, now I will ask, male or female horse? <laughs> I didn't care if it was a male or female before, but male or female horse matters to me. It was a female horse. And I'll, okay. get to, I'll get to how I know this in a second. Good. Uh, Cirilo Castillo Jr. of Alamo faced trespassing charges in the incident where he was found hurt inside a barn after a horse had kicked him. Oh, I thought maybe he was emotionally hurt by being <laughs> rejected. Rejected. <laughs> Deputies met with the barn's owner who told them that she went to the barn to feed her horses and she discovered Castillo injured on the ground in one of the horse stables. She recognized Castillo because he had been to that barn before right. several times to meet this very same horse. Hmm. Um, Castillo told investigators that a car had struck him on the roadway and that he had crawled to the barn for shelter. I barely made it. You know, this guy's just struggling, yeah, crawling across the story. road. Um, then he was transferred, transported to the hospital for treatment. And then arrested after uh, the police officers viewed the security cameras. Um, Imagine having to put a security camera in your fucking horse stable because some guy's fucking it. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wouldn't you try to like put a better lock on the door or something? <laughs> like, I think I would probably go that route first. You guys have a problem with horse thieves still in this, this day and age? No, no. Some guy just comes in here and fucks it once in a while. <laughs> just have horse me. fuckers. That's, uh, that's the problem. <laughs> that's okay. Really All right. What do you think the crime is for that in the Old West? I think they would just shoot you in the head in the yeah. Old West. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they hang horse thieves. But I bet yeah. you, like, do they even bother hanging you or do they just shoot you on the spot? They hang you by the dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> very painful. Although he said he'd been injured in a car accident and went to the barn for shelter, investigators said they're pretty sure he was kicked by the horse as he was attempting to rape it. And they're saying this because of uh, his history. He's previously been arrested three times at the same barn and told to stay away. I mean, <laughs> he can't find another horse? No, he's obsessed. They all look the same to me. He's obsessed with this mare named Nadia. And uh, this horse, Nadia. Nadia, he can't stay away from Nadia. Uh, he's received five years probation. Has anybody ever shown him a picture of, uh, what's her name? from Sarah Sex Jessica Parker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah Jessica That's a horse-faced woman. Yeah. Um, he received five years probation on cruelty to animals after he tied Nadia up to her corral in the same barn oh, and performed bondage. oral and vaginal sex on her. So I think that's, that's where this guy, I know that's where I'm like, if th this is the main reason why I'm reading the story. It's like you think when uh, someone fucks a horse, it's just they put up a stool, get up there and just fuck the horse. But this guy's, this guy's a this true guy's gentleman. This fucking getting down dirty. He's, he's like giving her oral first and then he's fucking he the like horse. candles? <laughs> he puts on Sarah McLachlan. Does he fucking buy her a feed bag? Take her to a movie? Yeah, I don't know. Some Spanish fly. All the pretty horses. I bet cunnilingus on a horse. Does it work like that? I mean, how big is a horse's clit? <laughs> First of all. I guess I've never really looked at a horse's clit. 
Guess what I'm Google imaging searching now? A horse glade. I just, I, but I mean, horses don't give each other kind of lingus. Good guess, by the way. You were right. What? Is it a... It is a horse clit. That's what I'm Googling. Oh, okay. Um, I, I just wonder if uh, horses, like, you know, if a stallion's having sex with a mare, they, they're not giving each other cunnilingus, so it's unnatural. So the fact that this guy... Do you know guy, that for a fact, or are you just... I'm, I'm assuming this. I just don't think animals usually do this. <laughs> they they lick they themselves. Do I don't think it's they lick each other. It's more of a greeting other. than a sexual act. Yeah, or a couple sniffs, like you sniff. It's very strange looking, by the way. Which I, I gotta say... That sniffing each other's genitals is probably fine for humans to do because you should. If it smells bad, you probably shouldn't go there. Yeah, but you're already down there. I know. You got to do something. Yeah, I know. It's like you can't just be like, "Ah, I got to get out of here because that's gonna be rude. Why? What does it look like? Describe it. (laughs) I don't. It actually looks pretty much like a human vagina. Actually, maybe a little, maybe a little tighter. It's a little man in the canoe. Exactly. If you were if you were down there and you hadn't seen it before, you could figure it out. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, does it look like a? They're like, does it look like a regular vagina? It looks a little weird, you know, because it's surrounded by a horse ass <laughs> instead of a regular human ass. But pretty much, the butthole is very big, and it's right there. So that why is he just problem. going for the butthole then? <sighs> Come on. I mean, I know ass eating <laughs> is the new thing, but. <laughs> Mm. Um, so yeah, this guy performed cunnilingus and I got to say that, you know, it takes some balls to do that to a horse (laughs) because it's unnatural, you know, fucking a horse is unnatural too, but at least, you know, they get fucked before. So it's probably not going to have as much of an adverse reaction, but if you're sticking your face down there, licking it, chances are that horse is probably going to rear up a leg and kick you, which is what happened to this guy. And they kick with force. So this guy didn't get kicked in the head. He got kicked in the leg. It shattered his leg. And, uh, they, and, and yeah, it was all caught on security cameras. They saw him, uh, the horse attempting to move away, kicked the man, broke his leg, and then the man's just sitting there. Do you think he, like, had his pants completely off or just unbuttoned? I would go full off. They don't specify whether or not he was found with pants on or without pants on. Huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not, that's the state of reporting these days. I mean, come on. Yeah, where's the details? Uh... So he's being charged, if convicted with this trespassing charge, it'd be a class B misdemeanor. He can face up to 180 days in jail and a $2,000 fine. But he can't be charged with bestiality because that's not officially a crime in Texas. <laughs> Which is hard to believe in this day and age. Yeah. You, you know, that's, that's the thing with Texas. I know we talked about this last week. You can't get an abortion except for like three Planned Parenthoods. Like out of the whole state, there's like three Planned Parenthoods that are allowed to be open because of Rick Perry's draconian ab- abortion laws. But you can go fuck a horse or a dog and not get charged with a crime. Yeah, well, you're not going to impregnate a horse. This doesn't work. Yeah, but you, so you can go around. So what if someone just went and, go, went and fucked Rick Perry's collie? <laughs> I think he'd probably try and shoot you. <laughs> he carries that gun everywhere, right? Didn't he say that before? <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, not officially a crime. It. So he's already on probation for cruelty to animals. So, uh, and he's also spent 270 days in jail for public lewdness over a 2012 incident with the same horse. Yeah. So I mean, just, just don't even trespass in my horse barn, much less fuck my horse. I'm surprised the, uh, the, the farmer here, the owner, doesn't come out with a shotgun and shoot the guy. Shoot him in the dick. <laughs> Solve all right your problems. 
Um, but the farmer says, uh, she's empathetic. She goes, I just can't ignore this and allow it to keep happening. She goes, maybe we can get him some help. Whatever we can do, we should do. She sounds very compassionate. Yeah, but what kind of help can you give this guy? Like I said, show him a picture of Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> just, just show There's him. There's women that can satisfy your urges, dude. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Just show him horse face. He should, this guy, you know what should happen? This guy should be forced to watch, I don't know, three days worth of sex in the city. Ugh, that's too, that's too harsh of a punishment, dude. <laughs> Is that worse than waterboarding? No, that's cruel and unusual. <laughs> Yeah, just make him. They just what they need to do is give him enough therapy to the point where he's just, you know, just he just wants to have sex with Sarah Jessica Parker, horse face yeah. woman. Therapy. That's going to solve the problems here. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? This story is almost like uh, an intro. <laughs> In fact, it was going to be the intro, but now it's not. So I don't give a shit. Fuck off. We had several good uh, intro topics yeah. today. This is the big prison break. Yeah, this is a huge story. Of the two... What did they even do? They, they tra- they're they robbing a bank and they ended up shooting a cop dead. Shooting at a bunch of other people. Right? Yeah, they weren't partners. There's one guy. They didn't know each other before this. They were, oh, they didn't. No, they were one of the uh, guys cellmates. Shot a cop to death, right? So one, the white guy, who if you look at him, he just kind of looks like a puss. Like he just kind of looks like this sort of balding, skinny guy. He's psychotic. He tortured a deputy. I don't why you don't think both of these guys aren't white. Well, <laughs> they're both white. The one guy kind of looks like he's darker complexion. One is but he, swarthier. They're both white. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's swarthy. Yeah, I, I don't know. To me, he looks Caucasian. Mexican, but they're both Caucasian. But right. uh, the guy named David Sweat, I think his name is. Yes. That guy, he's a true psycho. He doesn't look, he's not as big as the no, other guy. He's not as he's intimidating, but he's psycho. Like, he tortured this deputy to death. He killed, like, three people. Oh, there's torture. Yeah, th- this guy enjoys a kill. He's a psychopath. The other guy was killing for monetary gain. Like, I think he was kind of, I think he ran a business. He was killing his competitors. He's down in the dumps. Yeah. His finances. But they the were other guy, they were Matt, bunkmates. what's his name? Richard Matt. He's a huge <laughs> cock, apparently. According to Gawker. Which, that, uh, this guy is a massive dick. Gawker. Yeah, I didn't see it myself. You're right. Uh, I don't want to talk directly about the prison break, because who cares? It's not even sick and wrong, right? Somebody's it's like Shawshank. It's, it's like Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. They climbed through a tube. Yeah, but cut they out like, the tube. cut out a They left a racist and... note. Did you see that? <laughs> Chinese man with buck teeth saying, have a nice day. I said, have a nice day, yeah. I don't know why they did that. I guess they're just kind of pranksters. Yeah, well, I want to talk about this lady. Who, uh, her name's jo- like, she's basically, they would have never escaped from prison if it weren't for her. Her name's she, Joyce uh, Mitchell them. and she's 51. And I wish there is, uh, I wish there was a name for this type of woman. Cause in my mind, it's totally an archetype. Um, but I don't, there's like, no, it's, she's not a soccer mom, right? She's well, not she's a too grandma. Old to be a soccer mom. She, she's not a grandma. She's too young to be a grandma. But you know what it is, though? She's this middle-aged woman who's, I guess, not satisfied with the doldrums of her daily existence. Like, she's married, 
she's obviously bored, and so they call the uh, they call it call it hybristophilia, where they become obsessed with like bad boys. I disagree. Or evil people. You keep bringing this up, but I disagree. Well, what do you think it is? Because <laughs> I think I mean, there, what you're talking about exists, right? It's like how. Uh, you know, women Stalker, propose to yeah, con- uh, serial killers when they're in prison get married to them even, um, and yeah, you know, like women who who like Sons of Anarchy, like the main character, whatever her name was, Tara, she was a surgeon and she decided to get married and get have children with the uh, the head of the local motorcycle crime gang. Definitely, well, yeah, but that, that, in it's, it's a and phenomenon. In real life. But I don't think that's what this is. I think this is a lady. You said she was satisfied with her marriage. I think she's just she's, she's one of these. Bored that's with what I'm trying marriage. to describe the archetype, but I don't have a name for it. But uh, she's just unsatisfied with everything. You know, this is like a typical lady who, if you work in retail, you just see her come in and you're like, oh fuck, like she's going to be full of complaints. She's going to want to talk to your manager, that kind of woman. And you know, like she's never sort of. So I think this type of woman is very easy for these guys to uh, manipulate. You, you know, know, not because she's into them, because she's a she's into bad boys. But I think that just all you have to do is pay a little bit of attention to her, and sort of be like, "Hey, you're looking pretty good today. I like that uh, little blouse." Yeah, because they always wear like shorts. There's a bunch of these women in the town that I live in. They always have. They're not even shirts. They're all constantly wearing like white clam diggers and probably flip flops. <laughs> And, you know, you're trying to walk into the grocery store and they have like some weird bright green fucking blouse on and you're trying to walk into the grocery store. First of all, they almost run you over because they're looking at their goddamn phone trying to park their minivan. And then you're shopping and they're like fucking in your way and like yelling at the fucking people who work at the store. But but that's the thing. They're just never they're never they're implacable. They're never satisfied with their life. You know, their husband's not good enough. Their job's not good enough. Their but kids aren't good enough. I still think this guy showed her a little bit of attention. I definitely think yes. there's an attraction. She's vulnerable and easily manipulated. Which She's is what attracted these guys to him, though, because they're just like, hey, you're looking pretty good today. Oh, shush. He's giving no, her attention. No, seriously. Doesn't, ever, doesn't everybody tell you you're really, really an attractive lady? So you're mm. thinking it's not because of the guy's position as a prisoner. No, it she's in prison. Guy. Everybody in there is a, some kind of a bad boy. Why does this woman have such contact with these prisoners? These guys are on death row. She worked in the Clinton Correctional Facility, which is where they broke out of. You told me that nobody's ever broken out of this prison before. 170 year history. No one's broken out of this place. Because nobody ever thought, hey, I'll just fucking cozy up to that old annoying bitch. <laughs> she worked in the tailor shop where fugitive prisoners had jobs. I guess like okay, altering prison jumpsuits right. and things and maybe making uh, guards uniforms. You know, truth be told, these two guys, they are life inmates, but they were moved because of good behavior to the honors wing. <laughs> the so, honors wing. <laughs> yeah, it's well because they're good behavior. My child is an honor prisoner at <laughs> Clinton Clown County Correctional Facility. So even though they're never they're murderers and they're never getting out of prison, they get uh, privileges because they're good prisoners, model prisoners. Hmm. Well, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> I think this was all a scam because they're going to be in prison for life, and they're like, well, let's be on our best behavior. We'll make friends with that annoying bitch in the tailor shop. Uh, we'll get her to fucking sneak us some tools and saws and shit in, and then we're going to bust out of this place. And it worked. All part of a complex scheme. Yeah. So, yeah, here's the list. Hacksaw blades, drill bits, lighted eyeglasses. <laughs> like it's fucking Mission Impossible. Like a and uh, her lawyer, who's the DA, she's got uh, 
uh, you know, state representation because I guess she can't for- afford her own lawyer, which I'll get to in a little a second. He says that she he denies that she she gave them pi- power tools, but uh, there are uh, unspecified contraband is also in the list, which I guess they're not telling people what it is. Porns, <laughs> cell phones, cigarettes, all that stuff. You're not allowed to give a prisoner toothbrush. So she's got a she's working with a DA as her defense attorney. And I've heard this, and she's constantly giving quotes to the media about, like, well, she got nervous, she was going to drive them away, but she got cold feet. Had a panic attack. She had a panic attack. She had a panic attack. Her son says that she had had to go to the hospital with chest pains after word broke that the prisoners had used power tools to cut into a steam pipe and gain their freedom. Uh, And then that's why she didn't show up with a car to, like, drive them away. What do you but think? I, like her, uh, her uh, charges are going to be mitigated because of what she's telling the police. I think she thinks that. I mean, do, does does she actually feel that's going to happen? Because she's going on record saying these incriminating statements. I think she's an idiot. Because that's another ter- thing about this archetypical woman that I have in my head that she fits the bill of is that are usually pretty fucking stupid. And I just think I think she thinks like, well, if I just cooperate, then I'll just probably get like a two hundred dollar fine. <laughs> A lot of people have moms like this, right? My mom isn't fully like this. I think she's a little smarter than that. But sometimes when she's being extra annoying, I sort of can picture her doing this kind of things. But she's We're, she's facing like seven years in prison, probably which, which I think is completely justified. She she basically enabled these two to- torture and killer life prisoners to get out, and they're probably going to shoot a cop or or an, an innocent bystander. You know, yeah. as they're as they're tracked down, they're not going to go down. You know, not gu- with guns blazing. Well, that's the thing; these guys aren't going to go back to prison, so there's no. probably going to be more blood on uh, you know, blood being spilled. So this woman who aided them in, in escaping, like, are her char- <clears throat> are her charges going to be even even higher because Somebody she's uh, yeah, because there's or increase because there's going to be more death. I think it should. She's an accessory to murder. If anybody's murdered as a as a part of this, she uh she's right now she's only uh, charged with promoting prison contraband in the first degree, which is a felony, and criminal f- facilitation in the fourth degree, which is only a misdemeanor. Which hmm. these guys would not have broken out of prison if not for her. I don't understand why these charges aren't stronger. What I want to know is the nature of her relationship to these two guys. Like, did anything sexual happen? How could it not have? The guy is a huge cock. <laughs> I'm sure she was stroking them off in the tailor shop. Who? How did you find this out about the huge cock? <laughs> like, where did know. this I come from? I read it on Gawker like everybody else. But where did Gawker find it? Did it find it out from this woman? Was she like, oh, by the way, he's got a huge cock? Um, I, I, I just wonder. I'm I don't know. through the link. I don't know. It's in the, told, somebody told the New York Post. Retired detective named David Bentley, who investigated 1997 murder that landed Matt, Matt, uh, the other guy in jail. Uh, no, Matt's his last name. Sorry, Richard Matt. Richard Told Matt, the New York yeah. Post about it. Um, blah, blah, blah. When the man's cleaned up, he is very handsome and in all frankness, very well endowed. So he, he gets girlfriends any place he goes. Yeah, he's so probably some detective said he has a big cat. Ca- interviewed women. So yeah. you know, if you think about it, the guy's got a big dick, obviously an alpha male. She probably, uh, you know, succumbed to his manipulation. Next thing you know, she's probably giving him blowjobs. Yeah, or at least handies. Yeah, probably handies through the bars. And, you know, it's like sexual attention to a lady like this. 
like she, she probably she hasn't fucked her husband in like years because like once you know god forbid she like you know jerks him off but for her to get sexual attention from these random dudes one who's apparently a handsome guy according to women uh that's how they got her to do whatever they wanted her to do yeah they completely controlled her uh her mind i, I mean, wonder if the weird one like was like watching and jacking himself off in the corner but he's he's, like, he's a creepy looking psychopath so what about her husband and all this what what, would he, what does he think of her they haven't got any quotes of it of him but oh. they say uh they're saying the state police are saying he may have assisted with the escape which sounds crazy <laughs> but he's not been arrested so i don't think that's serious could you imagine if this was your wife? Yeah. And you found out hey, that honey. she's having a relationship with a murderer in prison? Well, she might not have said that, but she might have been like, there's these two really cool guys at prison. You want to help me bust them out? I don't know. Do they murder anybody? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of them's got a huge cock. Really? Okay. Well, I got to get, right. get a look at that. <laughs> I'm not gay or anything, but I always like to see just massive penis. <laughs> I would be like, before that woman even came home, as soon as I read that first article, I would just be right at the courthouse getting a divorce. Yep. And I would have her kicked out of the house. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that, but anyway, I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm just waiting to find out what happens to this bitch. And I just, I want to watch her. I want to watch the, uh, in court, you know, camera. Cause she, you know, she's just going to be surprised. Like, really? I'm going to prison for seven years. <laughs> You're crazy. And then she'll start weeping. It'll be great. And complete utter disbelief. Because right. she doesn't she doesn't feel she doesn't <laughs> but I mean she doesn't feel responsible for any of this. She's gonna ask to talk to the judge's manager. I need to talk to your manager. <laughs> Lady bangs the gavel on her head. I'm reporting you to the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing a letter to the editor about this. Have you checked your Yelp page? Go for it, Joyce. Oh, ladies like this fucking love Yelp. Because there's nothing <laughs> they like more than like tearing down a business from the fucking position of like, I raised my kids. Exactly. Like, have you ever fucking worked a day in your life? Well, I guess she works at the prison. So. Yeah, this place just makes frozen yogurt. Just give yeah. him a break. Come on. I know. Give him a break. Some fucking stoned high school kid didn't put enough sprinkles on your fucking cone. <laughs> just fucking nobody wants to hear it, lady. I think they should do If they're taking my money, they should put the right amount of sprinkles on. I am following okay. this case rather closely because I do want to see, You know that these guys are going to go down with a shootout. I don't think they're going to be taken calmly. Do you think any children will be wounded? Possibly. My favorite thing about this, though, is so people or authorities suspect, the FBI suspects that they're heading up towards Vermont, going up towards Canada. And there's a $100,000 bounty on both these guys' heads. So 200 grand. So there's groups of vigilantes, like in the neighborhoods, just cruising around with their guns guns out, ready to shoot these guys down. Would you do that? Jerry's in the center console. You got a, you got a couple guns. Would you yeah. head out with, this, with a posse? No. No, it's idiotic. <laughs> I would have I would have the gun, my gun at the bedside, uh, you know, ready, l loaded, and waiting to go. If I thought they, if I lived in the area, just because I would suspect they're gonna fucking break into my house. They did. They broke into someone's house and stole guns. So they have. They're armed right now. Yeah. But I, no, I would not be out hunting them because I would end up shooting some innocent person, and then I'd go to prison for that. Remember when uh, Chris Dorner was uh, on the lam and the. Southern California area about a year ago. That cop. Yeah. Shot yeah. a bunch of people. And he wrote the manifesto. He wrote the manifesto. 
even the cops while hunting him like blasted the fuck out of like two old Mexican cleaning ladies because they thought they were they were sitting in a truck that these fucking dumbass cops thought like oh that looks like Darner's car let's fill it full of like six hundred rounds of lead <laughs> and both of the like Mexican ladies like lived miraculously and then they you know got to sue the shit out of the police department you should made a lot of money nice little chunk of change I don't want to be that guy who shoots up some Mexican ladies because to me. They look like these two fugitives in the dark. I am impressed. That, I am impressed by these fugitives. I mean, think about it. They've been gone. It's been about a week now. Most fugitives get caught within two days. So when we, you wonder where they're hiding. Yeah, in the woods. <laughs> I would check the Ben and Jerry's factory. They've been searching sewers. Yeah, you can yeah. just listening to fish up there in Vermont. <laughs> I don't know. You wonder. You do wonder where these guys are at. I mean, they're probably going to get caught. And I think if they do get caught, then this woman, her charges should be increased. I mean, she helped two convicted murderers escape. Even if they uh, don't kill anybody, I think they should throw the fucking book at her. If seven years is the maximum, she should get seven years. People, send your story. Stick around podcast at hotmail.com. Got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first call, here's another word from our sponsor. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving? You got a raging boner that won't go away, and you're considering fucking your grandmother. You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So, go to adamandeve.com and type in the code diddle. That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, I know we are saying before the theme of the show is change, i.e. sex changes. Um, if there's a second theme to the show, it would have to be ass-eating. <laughs> this episode or just in general? Just, the, the, just this, this portion the of the episode. Season. Yeah, because remember a couple weeks ago, we made a, we made a comment that if... Girls had any experience eating ass, they should call in and, and tell us. I don't remember saying that, but it seems likely. Well, we had a, a few people called in, and uh, they're weighing in about whether or not girls eat guys' asses. <laughs> ass to mouth. <laughs> hey, boys, it's Anne. So I was just listening to the um, ass-eating episode, and I had to pause it to call and tell you, of course, I had a boyfriend for two years who was anally obsessed, getting in mine and me getting in his. And I was not into it, but I ended up learning. She's a good giving game person, you can tell. Good giving game partner. But uh, but that's got to be weird, though. If you have a partner who has a weird fetish, I mean, I guess this guy's fetish isn't that weird. But he's got a. Yeah, but he's good. But I mean, he's obsessed with your anus, and mm-hmm. if he, if that's all he focuses on and refuses to have like regular sex, yeah, how could that work out? I don't know. I mean, both partners have she to. Said be she gay. dated him for two years, or am I imagining she said that? It's about a year. 
how to be into it. <laughs> and um, it was pretty awesome, actually, for me, um, getting it. But giving it, he would get on his knees and want me to eat his ass while I was jerking him off. Of course. And that was the only way he could come at the end. And so we had a year come. of yeah, that every day. Up. Sometimes twice a day. Oh, twice a day she would eat this guy. You know what the, isn't that move called a rusty trombone? <laughs> so this guy, so. she would give him a rusty trombone twice a day. Hmm. Seems like a lot of ass eating. That's weird too, because I'm, I'm just speaking for myself here. My ass is pretty hairy. It's a thicket of hair. Uh-huh. And no matter how much it's I like wipe a it. It's Chewbacca down there. It is. It's, it just looks like I shoved a squirrel in there. I'm clenching a squirrel between my buttocks. But if, if uh, no matter how many times I wipe, you know, there's still fecal okay. particles. There's still dingleberries. Am I? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, that's just me and I'm a clean I guy. I mean, this lady, fucking her boyfriend had to teach her how to eat ass. Maybe you need somebody to teach you how to wipe better. No, I'm saying... I'm a clean guy in general. I have a, I definitely have decent hygiene. Any guy ass. is probably going to have a bit of a dirty ass, just because we have body saying. hair. I know what you're saying. Let me put it this. Let me put it in a more appropriate way. If you're getting your ass eaten, you owe it to your partner to be extremely clean down there at all times. <laughs> Even if we're not talking about. Uh, poo particles like d simon's walking around with like even just like the, just the funk the ass funk you have to, so was this guy t i mean we're in a fucking drought you can't be taking three showers a day just because you want your ass eaten maybe he's just like, you have wipes. to give up you have to sacrifice like the rest of us buddy and just get a normal blow job i just feel no matter how many baby wipes you use down there there's still you know funk there's still fecal particles it's your asshole you know, unless you're giving particles. yourself an enema, like porn stars give right. give themselves enemas before the anal right. shoot, which is another waste of water. Well, but I it's mean, at the same time, you're guaranteed <laughs> cleanliness. This guy's getting two rusty trombones a day. He's come back from work, getting a rusty trombone in the morning, getting up, getting a rusty trombone. This guy's not cleaning. He's not giving himself an enema. I mean, does he using chapstick down there or something? It seems like it's, you shouldn't be getting that many, uh, you know, rusty trombones. Per no, day. I, don't, I don't think Maybe it's once healthy. a week. But you know, part of it is, you know, maybe it's the, it's the domination factor, like make her eat my dirty asshole and that's what gets him off. So that's I why guess. she said she had to learn to do it. Like maybe she just like holds her nose and just goes to town. Holds her nose. I think if you're eating ass twice a day, you might want to buy some dedicated like swimming nose plugs. That's what she probably got a nose plug. He probably trained her like here, get a nose plug, put this on, just go in there and just explore. <laughs> that was a good one to get rid of and then uh no all he wanted to do was strip me up the ass too so we had a lot of that but oh um yeah so ass eating in my opinion is um okay if everybody's into it but it was pretty yucky in the beginning and if i tell any of my girlfriends about it they just go crazy so i stopped telling anybody about it so well acquainted with the guys my ass. private shame Thanks, boys. Keep keep it rock fight. Her private shame. Is that the woman who thinks she's seen more dicks than Jeff? Yeah, it's the same chick. Oh, okay. I think she called in and we we asked about the ass eating. Oh, okay. Doesn't surprise me that uh that she's has eaten ass before. No. But you know this guy sounds like uh, he could be gay. Don't you think? Obsessed with no. the ass, only fucking her in the ass, not even able to come fucking her vaginally. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I it's mean, weird. you know, he's just obsessed with women's assholes. It's pretty far from being gay. It's weird, but you know, I just don't think it's a healthy uh, infatuation. Does he make her wear a mustache? I, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> is she wearing chaps and a mustache and a cowboy hat? Can he only come if he's eating her ass and gay porn is on in the background? <laughs> he's probably gay then. She called back with a story of having sex outside. Hey, guys. Also, this is Anne again. Outside sex. So when I was in high school, of course, I had sex outside all the time because can't bring it home with parents there. Um, in a car. And... One time I remember I was at um, Great America. I went to see The Clash. Some guy bumping up behind me through the beginning of the show. I never turned around, but I reached back then. Felt he was getting hard. So my uh, condom girl handed me a condom. I handed it back to him. He lifted up my skirt during the show and took me from behind. And that was a lot of fun. I never turned around, never saw his face. Um, but we used to do stuff outside all the time to completion and have full sex. And, um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, outside sex is great. I love it. Okay. Bye. Wow. She's even more, she's even more slutty than a groupie. God, that's pretty, that's pretty unreal. I mean, if a guy told you that story, you'd think he was lying. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's kind of hard to believe the guy rocked the Cosba, mm-hmm. but this is probably in the eighties, San Francisco eighties. I'm sure. thinking, you know, I mean, people uh, maybe were a little more lax back. I don't think you could ever do that now. Uh, did they uh, recently, the Dead Kennedys played in San Diego and some guy put his girlfriend up on stage, started eating her out. <laughs> and it was a big deal. Like it, it went viral and then they, they were charged with lewdness, like public uh, lewdness. I did not see that story, but. But that's why I'm surprised that this dude, like, could you imagine being like, you know, I'm, usually when I go to a show, I'm at, like with Joe Kelly or something. You know, we're yeah. sleazy eat. I'm just sitting there with my bro or P-Town. No, but I mean, could you imagine like there's this girl in front of me rubbing against my crotch next to you, you know, I'm like just stuck my dick in there and I'm just right. fucking her. And Joe's like, go bro. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <laughs> man, you totally fucked that chick right in the mosh pit, man. Nice looking cock, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. you. Go get me one of those plastic cups of beer. I'll get my cock in this chick, and I can't go, go by myself right now. Be like, Joe, come on, dude. It's your turn. Get me a refill, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, my, my buddy. And then did she say her friend had a condom? So she asked her friend. She just it was like, oh, yeah, here's a condom. Fuck that guy. Hey, do you have a condom I can use? Yeah, why? <laughs> oh, I'm going to fuck this guy right here, right now. Who's rubbing up behind me. you think the condom me. friend would be like, no, I'm not giving you a condom for that. Or maybe have a talk to her, you know, about her... <laughs> um, her obsession with sex. Oh, whatever. She seems to be doing fine now. A bit of an info there, yeah, Anne. So, um, I'm sure her parents will love that story. I wonder what Clash song was going on though at the time. I hope it was Rock the Cosba. Hmm. Uh, here's another uh, another girl, Bunny Phobia, actually calling in about the same topic: ass eating. <sighs> Okay, that shot was for you guys. Um, this is Bunny Phobia calling back. And I'm going to weigh in on that uh, delightful little topic of analingus you guys called me about or requested me to talk about as a female. Um, to start with, I'm 23. Lance, you're pretty close at 24. And I think that buttholes are just a no-go for heteros. If you're gay, if I was a gay dude, I'd be 
all about the butthole, but I'm not. I'm a girl. So generally, when I've been in relationships or just played around, I'm the first chick to kind of be into a dude's balls. They're funny, and especially if they're proportionate to your, like, ding diddly. It's just kind of fun to play with, and I don't mind it as long as you bathe. So, you know, I'm just calling in, and I'm doing the proper thing by being drunk when I call in. I love you guys. She's drunk, thinking Aloha about balls. Hawaii, and I'll talk to you guys later. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, so she's only attracted to balls when they're proportionate. <laughs> she's in for a disappointment as she ages and starts to date dudes who are over 23. Yeah, she's a gold digger. These You're going to be very disappointed. at all. Hugh Hefner's balls are probably not proportionate. I'd be willing to uh, wager that one. But what is she saying? Proportionate to a flaccid dick or your hard dick? Because those are some big other. balls. Uh, well, proportionate doesn't mean equal in length. What did you say it in size, nicely, though? nicely, uh, you know, pleasing to the eye in ratio. No, she said proportionate to the dong. That's what right, she said. Right, but that doesn't mean it's the same size as the dong. It just means, like, you know, th- like if you have... I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if your cock is the size of a fucking Yule log and your balls are the size of peas, they're not proportionate. Yeah, but I mean, is she saying if, if the cock is the size of a Yule log, which is just a weird reference there, then your balls, and your should, balls be should be a Yule log? Like the size of uh, you know, grapefruits. Those, that's and a huge, a that, those are some huge genitalia we're talking about. <laughs> I just, but proportionally, that's what I'm saying. I you know I don't know I, I just how, think what, if you, what's what's a good fruit for how big your balls should really be like uh, a walnut that's not a fruit but you get my get my point tangerine or yeah tangerine <laughs> tangerines aren't that big that that's works a pomelo <laughs> no, no, pomelo are like the size of grapefruits I was trying to think of uh, like a tangelo you said tangelo, a tangelo. You said tangerine a tangelo that's tangelo. what I meant a tangelo hmm. yeah that's a it's a good size for uh, for balls. But it's, Both it's of weird. them or, or two tangelos? I don't know, two probably. Tangelos aren't <laughs> that big. big. But those like mini uh, little what about mini a cherry tangerines. tomato? Those could be small, small though, depending on the size. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, so hard we're, we're right, it's hard to reference. It's hard to reference size here. Yeah, but we're in the same range. It's it's weird that she says that though, because a lot of girls aren't that into balls. Like they'll pull your balls if you tell them to. I don't want him to pull my balls. I don't mind a, a nice ball pull here, you know, every now and then. But I'm just saying, like, they, uh, they're they usually not that into balls because balls tend to smell like there's a funk on balls for sure. <laughs> you know? Balls are funky. Uh, can I get a price check? Uh, we got a funk on balls in aisle three. <laughs> so that's why girls tend to stay away from or, or a lot of girls I've been with have been like, if you come out of the shower, I'll, lick, I'll put your balls in my mouth. But if not, no, they're not going there. Do they have to be shaved? Because I'm not shaving my balls. Yeah, you got to be careful shaving your balls. I know. You can nick them. Yeah, that scares me. But she's saying, so I think that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, the ass, she's not into the ass. It's too funky. No, just the balls. Just the balls. So finally here, last call is a guy weighing in on this thing. Because guys, guys don't give a shit. I don't yeah. even think that if they care, they, if, a, or if a girl's, you know, bathe three times a day. Because most guys, myself included most of the time, I just assume girls have just a higher standard of hygiene than men. They do. Typically. 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 I mean, you know, I'm just saying the average woman probably smells better than the average guy. Yeah, that's true. 
Hey guys, Utah checking in. Uh, I couldn't help but call in when uh, with all this uh, ass play talk. Um, you might remember I called in some time ago. This is I bet it's been more than a year because uh, you guys were talking about anal sex and you know who's getting it and yada yada yada. I was the guy who called in. You even played my you even played my call where. Typically, my wife digs it, but I don't. I don't remember this at all. Uh, you know, it's tight once it, it's tight once it goes up. in, but after that, it just gets sloppy as fuck, and then you got shit dick, and then your prospects of getting a good blowjob go right down the hill. I do think, like you say, I do think that the ATM's gotten a little bit more popular with younger people, but I'm not one of them. But anyway, I love to lick asshole, and I'm like, Forty fucking four years old. Um, he was a pioneer. Gotta be clean. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm not one of these guys. It's like, oh, the shittier the better. But uh, the shit part for me is that my wife doesn't like me to lick it. She likes me to stick it, but not lick it. Hmm. hmm. Amazing. Still issues. <laughs> I wonder if they go to the uh, marriage counselor. She. What are, you, just... are you guys fighting? We get along pretty well, but uh, I like to lick it. <laughs> she wants me to stick it. it yeah, that's kind of weird. Why would a woman prefer a, some dude shove his dick in her asshole versus just licking it? Uh, well, some girls don't like to have their pussies eaten out either, and they still like to get fucked. So, yeah, no, but like anal sex tends to be painful, and getting your asshole licked probably doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> I don't think it's painful for every woman. Well, it's funny that he says that it starts off nice and tight, then it gets sloppy and you get shit dick. Mm. Like, what do what you what are you guys do in anal sex after you go eat at Olive Garden or something? <laughs> like, wait a couple hours. I'm going to take it's a like bath. Swimming. Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's just, it's just kind of weird. I've, I've had anal sex a number of times. I don't think it's ever been. Ooh, I would nice just, humble brag there. Oh, you have anal. I'm sure you've had anal sex a number of times too. <laughs> yeah. But I don't go around broadcasting it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't think I have ever would describe it as sloppy. Hmm. I, I just. I mean, I would describe. You maybe, do get shit dick though. I've had that maybe once. <laughs> I you know, mean, I, even if there's not visible shit on your dick, you still got to wash that shit off. Well, you definitely want to wash it off before you go into the vag, for sure. You don't want to go back and forth like they do in porn. <laughs> That amazes me. That's how girls get infections. Yeah. Those um, ladies already have infections. That's well, the, the, the many myths of porn. But but that's the thing. It's like, I've, I don't think I've ever described it as sloppy. I've had period sex I'd describe as sloppy. But anal sex being described as sloppy, that, that can't be a pleasant experience for anyone involved, including your bed sheets. saying. He doesn't like it. Yeah. But he likes licking ass. Hmm. I don't know. I just I feel Our like listeners. I feel like on average a guy probably just does not give a shit. Well, he cares if it's shitty, but he doesn't care if uh, a woman's taken you know like three showers that day. But a woman, on the other hand, should be concerned with that because men are just dirty. It's true, and they got gross pubic hair, and there's just a funk. Anyway, people, call the Signal Hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, we're selling our archive episodes right now, $6.66. If you just go to the page, click on archives, uh, and scroll through the episodes, you'll get year one through year six. So every episode of Sick and Wrong is now available. Um, if you have an issue, 
If you paid for uh, for an archive, you have an issue, just email email us. Sigrunpodcast.com will sort it out. Also, iTunes. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Rate, comment. We appreciate it. Helps uh, helps out the show. And it's an easy way to do it. It takes like two seconds. You lazy fuck. Um, also, we're selling t-shirts still on the Sick and Wrong uh, site. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. You can buy a quado tee. It's a black tee, pink quado. We have mediums and we have smalls left over. Um, if you buy a tee, I'm still selling. I'll throw in a uh, print as well. We don't have larges or extra larges available at the Sick and Wrong store, but you can go to the Cafe Press store and you can get a shirt any size. I think we even have double XLs available over there. So uh, just go to sigronpodcast.com slash store and outfit yourself. Something cool. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Wackily, I'm sure you're pretty depressed about this, but you might be getting over it. Veteran actor Sir Christopher Lee, star of Lord of the Rings, The Wicker Man, The Man with the Golden Gun, and the Star Wars prequels. He has died. Died this week at the age of 93. Yep. Guy was 93 years old, still making albums. Do you know that dude is the oldest heavy metal performer in the history of the genre? <laughs> no. I knew yeah. he did a heavy metal album. I didn't know he was the oldest. On his 90th birthday, he did a, he released a single, Let Legend Mark Me as the King, from his upcoming album, Charlemagne, The Omens of Death. This mm. is like full-on heavy metal. He did these like two Christmas albums. I think we played a couple of songs on the show. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but yeah, he did a full-on heavy metal uh, record arranged by Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest, the oldest heavy metal performer. Um, definitely check it out. His, his Christmas albums, Heavy Metal Christmas and Heavy Metal Christmas 2, are pretty good. He did that song, Jingle Hell. I think that's what we played on a, on a Christmas show or something, holiday show. But anyway, we're going to end the show here with his version of Ghost Riders in the Sky. You know that song? Old country yeah. classic? Yes. Uh, Christopher Lee... Signature baritone singing Ghost Riders in the Sky. Uh, he'll be missed. I like that guy, but he was 93. How much longer do you think he's going to live? Seriously. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're on the show here at Ghost Riders in the Sky. People will be back next week with episode 488. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. <laughs>
were blurred and shirts also sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky on horses snorting fire. Sanders. 